This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You're listening to Cheesesteak Suplex. I'm the man of a thousand names, Jackson Wells. And with me as always is BP Burke. That's me. I'm not giving I'm you a nickname Burke. today. I'm not a Pooba anymore. You're or not a Pooh Bear. You're not a Pooh Bear or a Pooh. Or Schnookums. You are the the podcast owl. Ooh. Yeah. You. Me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um Because <clears throat> I'm wise. Right. Because I can turn my head upside down. I thought it was sideways or backwards. Is it sideways? It's backwards. Is it, oh, it is backwards, yeah. Upside or backward. Down. Backward. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't pedantic. This isn't oh. the show for all that speaky stuff. So no snacks or facts? No, we have snacks. It's oh. Halloween, baby. Treats. So, yeah. We have treats. We have treats. We have and tricks. So the cereal. Uh so today we are having a little fun. We're having a little costume party here. Yes. Dressed as, um, uh, I'm dressed as Lion-O from the Thundercats, and you are dressed as Jem for some reason. And the holograms. And the, and the holograms. Uh, right. So, uh, today we are, will you stop it? I'm dying, I'm sorry. Will you stop? God, clean your throat. <clears throat> uh, we are doing. We're gonna do things a little backwards today. So mm-hmm. usually on on the show, we uh, I'm a little stuffed up. By the way, I'm sick. So there's that. You got to deal with that for sick. What's sick, pal? The next two hours or hour, depending, or somewhere in between. And we'll get to that in a minute. So usually on our show, we we do the wrestling for the first half. Go to commercial. Then we come back and we do non-wrestling. We do Philly talk. Um, but we're going to do it different this this uh, this episode. We're going to get the Philly talk out of the way in the beginning. Uh, and then we will go to commercial and then we'll come back and we'll do. Uh, we'll do we'll do the rest of the show, but depending there, it might be an early commercial really depends because we have a lot to do. We have a lot of fun. We are going to do. Uh, we're we're gonna play a game, mm-hmm. and what's the game called? It is called the wheel is spun, the deal is done. <laughs> Very original. Yes. Very original. Uh, Any similarities to other wheels, act fictional or factual, is completely coincidental. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. There's a song. It's factual. Oh man, it reminds me of uh, what the hell was it? There was some song. From like the 80s or 90s. Oh, it said factual? Yeah. It sounds like they would have re- uh, rhymed it with satisfactual if it was the 80s. Right, yeah, probably, yeah. Factual, satisfactual. Yeah, but there's a song that that, that does that. And, and I know somebody that would listen and go, it's it's this song, you fucking moron. But anyway, um, so we're we're gonna do we're gonna do a little backwards this episode. We are gonna actually start with it came from Philly. It came from Philly. So, uh, I actually just found this out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That candy corn. Chicken feed. Huh? It was originally called chicken feed. Chicken feed? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Candy corn. Everybody's most loved or hated. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's very much like black licorice where the people that love it adore it right. and then the people that, that hate it despise it. And I despise black licorice, mm-hmm. but I like candy corn. I like candy corn and I'm actually, I could take or leave black licorice. I'm I'm kind of in the minority there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like it, but it's funny because uh, when my oldest, my oldest is 14. Uh, when he was a kid on Nickelodeon, there was a block... Or no, was it Noggin? Was the channel Noggin? I think it was Noggin. Yeah, it was Noggin. That's right. Excuse me. I'm, again, stuffy. Uh, on Noggin, there were these characters, Moose 
and Z. Yeah, they would do like the interludes between the shows. Right. And Z was an owl, I believe. Uh, like me. Like you. Yeah. And they had a song where it was like, I don't like candy corn. I don't like candy corn. No, I and then, you know, mm -hmm. he goes on and on and on with this candy corn shit. And uh, it's crazy because I never had a problem with candy corn. It was one of those deals like it's like circus peanuts. You don't really see it throughout the year. You don't see it much. You mm -hmm. know, it's it's like almost like an old man candy, like my youngest son. My youngest son loves butterscotch. Yes, he does. <laughs> loves butterscotch. He eats like an old guy. It's mm -hmm. it's funny. Uh, were you a candy corn fan? Oh, you you just said what did yeah, you say? I don't mind. I like candy corn. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with candy corn. All right. So this is how OCD I am. I used to eat it in the segments. I would eat the white part and then the orange part and then the yellow part. Speaking of my old uh, my youngest son, he likes. Uh, what are they called? The um the wafers, the the peanut butter chocolate covered peanut butter wafers. Okay. okay. And yeah. so when he has those, like I'll take you know I'll take one every once in a while, and I have to break it apart, mm -hmm. like layer by layer. Like I'll have to pull it apart, right, and eat it that way. I don't just bite into the whole thing. My daughter will be like, "You monster!" <sighs> but I feel the other way. Right? I feel if you just bite into it, you know, I like to dissect food sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I get it. I totally get the 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 eating it in, <laughs> in layers or segments. Uh, so so what do we what do we have? So this this started in Philly. So it was invented by an employee of a candy company, uh, the Wonderly Candy Company in Philly. Uh, George Renniger. Okay, uh, was the the person who was Your most. Your family. Uh, I I have some people in my family tree with that last name. Yes, yeah. and they he was the guy that invented candy corn maybe i'm related to him i could be distantly related like a sixth or seventh cousin to the guy who invented candy corn wow and yeah it was it started marketed as chicken feed in the late 1880s and then they wound up turning it into candy corn and i guess they didn't patent it or anything like that because then other companies like the golitz uh, or galitz confectionery company which is now jelly belly okay yeah uh, they, I'm, they I'm started familiar, making i'm familiar it. with jelly belly yeah uh, Brox is now, or Brax is now the one that makes the most candy corn. Oh, okay. Uh, it's part of the Ferrera Candy Company now. Yeah. So there you go. That's that. That's interesting. I, I I'm going to bet that the majority of people from Philly that eat candy corn don't even know that it's a Philly product. Probably not. Or a Philly invention. So there you go. There is. Uh, it came from Philly. Um, if you have any questions, comments. You have any little tidbits that maybe we don't know about Philly or anything you really. just found out uh, any maybe, maybe you there's a segment you think that we should do or a topic we should cover something wrestling related, maybe pop culture. Email us at, su uh, <laughs> at suplex at cheesesteak suplex at, at gmail.com. You can find us on social media or cheesesteak suplex uh, Twitter. We're Philly suplex. And uh, our merch, when the merch is up for this particular show, is on ProjectHumanoid.com. He's dying. Uh, it's just called ProjectHumanoid.com, not ProjectHumanoid.com. He's dying. That's like a slash. It's slash not a slash. Dying. No. Um, it's just ProjectHumanoid.com. That's the scary subplot to this episode. Does BP Burke have tuberculosis? Right. It's tuberculosis. BPberculosis. Yes. I'm trying to, um, I'm just spitballing here. Um, you're, it's, you're coughing mm -hmm. and I'm sick. Oh shit. Together we have COVID. Yes. It's like, we're like the Voltron of COVID. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we form together. We were like Captain Planet or some shit. I did eat a bat earlier. <laughs> the baseball bat though. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. It was wooden. No, he's shitting splinters. Well, it was wooden, but it was like it had a cheesy center. It was like a, a wooden combo. Shitting splinters and... Eating spit, dinners. Spitting spit shinners. Oh. Or something. TV dinners. Hungry Man. I love Hungry Man. Yeah. I like those big, meaty <laughs> men. Okay. Like the big... Uh, those big one pound... Yeah. Keep digging the hole. I don't get it. Are you trying to uh, 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 insinuate that... Gay is wrong? No, not at all. Okay. I'll suck a dick any day I want. You can't stop yeah, me. I, I will not. Don't judge me. 
You you can do whatever you'd like. Well, you saying dig a hole it seems like you're taking a dig at me. Because you seemed like you were trying to back out of a statement. I wasn't. I was oh. literally thinking about how much the Hungry Man dinners weigh. Oh. And I think they're a pound. Thanks, Art Donovan. How much does that guy weigh? How much does this dinner weigh? Yeah. Gorilla. They, they, they've gotten so much better. Remember there were like little skinny tins? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day of that, yeah, Kid Cuisine. Oh, dude, I used to get Kid Cuisine all the time. It always went the one with the brownie. Yeah. Not me. Oh, no. I never like brownies. I like the uh, the apple. Oh, yeah, the apple is pretty good, too. They have the apple stuff. Yeah. Um. All right, so... Oh, by the way, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah, happy Halloween. If you're listening to this the day it comes out. This is recorded on Tuesday... Uh, Booze day. Whatever date this is, 26th? 26th. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's 26th. And we uh, we release it Saturday night in the Sunday at midnight, so it'll be released on Halloween. So if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's you're listening to it on Halloween. So happy Halloween. And while you're listening, uh, give us a follow I'm on... On Instagram or Facebook at Cheesesteak Suplex. You can find us on Twitter at Philly Suplex. Yeah, I think I said that already. You just said the email. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you just did the email. My my mistake. No, I said I said you can find us on social media. Oh, okay. Pretty sure I said that. Well, yeah. they heard it twice then. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to get into a little little story. Uh, so we met. Well, let's let's go back before before we met. I, actually, I'll I'll do it this way. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Halloween stories? Any? I have one fond, that jumps to mind. Fond, fond, it wasn't okay. very fun, but it was uh, probably more interesting than most of my Halloween stories. Okay. It happened when I was, I believe, four or five years old. I think it was, I had just turned five. And I think it was like a, a B for Halloween. All right. I believe my, it was a my B. My one dog was a B for Halloween. And... Tilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we called her Tilly B after that. And I remember going out trick-or-treating, going out and like hanging out where my mom worked. My mom worked at like a sandwich shop down the street. And I was there with my mom. And while my mom and I were out uh, and my sister were out doing like the Halloween stuff, my dad was home with our dog. We had a black lab. Her name was Buffy. And she had some puppies. She had puppies Spike. on Halloween night. And I don't remember all the names. There were like 14 of them. She had a lot of puppies. Oh, wow. I don't know all the names. And Seth Green. And one of them must have gotten out of the basement because Al, the Han Hannigan girl, Allison Hannigan, Allison Hannigan. Yeah, I'm running out of names. Here. Sarah, Michelle, and Geller. Yeah, there were three of them. Oh, and so one of them wound up getting out of the basement and working its way into the living room. David Boreanaz too. Yeah, well, there were like four of those. Love David Boreanaz. Okay, actually, one was Dave and one was Robert. Because of Dave Roberts, his father. His, his dad, yeah. Who was a weatherman. Right. On Channel 6 in Philadelphia. Yeah. So one of them must have gotten into the living room because we come home from trick-or-treating. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit on the couch and relax for a little bit. And I sit on the couch and you're... Row! And we open up the couch, take up, push, pull up off, off the couch cushion. And I, I sat on a puppy. <laughs> okay. It was fine. The puppy was fine. Oh, good. But yeah, I accidentally sat on a puppy. So that it was hidden under a couch cushion. That was nothing like my uh, Easter story with with the ducks. Do you know that? I probably. So I, my mom bought me ducks. I don't know why, but she bought me ducks. Did I you must, ride the duck? I must have been no, oh. no. I must have been. Uh, if you don't know what he's saying, the ride the uh, there's a duck boat ride in Philly, and they have it in a lot of different cities. Looks like a duck. You. You get in this thing and it like rides around on land and then it goes into the water. And, Unless it tips over. And and apparently, um, and apparently one, uh, tipped over in in Philly in, uh, in the Delaware River and in know, the river. And now he's referencing uh, a nine one one call that that circulated around. Right and. Uh, a show that we're fond, you know, fond of uh, Ron and Fez. They were, um, they were covering it. That's that's how we know about the. I heard it on another podcast. Too. Really, it was a podcast about the Philly accent. Oh wow! It was it was this thing called the Vocal Fries Podcast, and in the end, they were like trying to show a prime example of the accent, 
and they played that 911 call. Oh, wow. That's funny. Because, yeah, somebody, it was somebody from across the bridge. I think it was somebody in South Jersey was calling because they saw these duck boats had tipped over and that there were people in the water swimming, and so they called 911. Okay. And that's the, the call you hear. So anyway, your Halloween memories. So, um, I did, oh, well, well to, to get into that real quick, uh, so my mom buys me these ducks, and th- they were sick. The one end up, ends up dying, mm-hmm. and I guess, I don't know what happened with the other one, but I wanted to sleep downstairs with the ducks because I knew that they were sick, so I fell asleep on the floor, and... I was sleeping near the ducks and the the one duck had died and the other one, I guess for warmth or whatever came over to me. And, um, when I woke up, I, I was like, where, where's the, you know, like, where's the duck? I don't remember what I named them. Right. But I'm like, where's like, where's the duck? And, um, I got up and it was under me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I killed the duck. I flattened it. <laughs> flattened duck. Yeah. You made a duck patty. It was, just awful. And you made duck soup. No. And I, you watched the movie Duck Soup. Right. Yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, God, Groucho is the best. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, so, some memories that I have of of uh, Halloween are just boring. You know, like a lot of other, like, oh, what fun Halloween, you know, memories. Did you? I mean, I have a billion like go into uh, certain houses where we were uh, bobbing for apples. Like I had a neighbor mm-hmm. who they would always have like some kind of like projected light on, you know, like under their walls, like some kind of, pro- you know, s- some kind of projection. Right. Uh, and then they would have like little Halloween parties. Like my house is big. known. we were known for the Christmas parties mm-hmm. and our neighbor around the corner was known for the Halloween parties. Right. So it was kind of like a nice trade off. And, um, I don't know. I just remember going there and doing the whole bobbing for apples thing. But anyway, uh, fast forward till, uh, to about 1991, I guess. Ni- no, 1990. Um, I had the Batman 89 mask. It was like this rubber mask. that was way too big on me because it was an adult mask. Right. Um, and I had this like Batman print long sleeve t-shirt so it looked like the batman shirt like it had the abs and everything and it even had like the belt right but it was like printed on the shirt so you didn't have to get a fucking it was so cheap you know mm-hmm. i guess my mom and dad were like nah it's good enough you'll do that you 89 know? i think it may have been a ninja turtle 89 well, or 90 well this is after this this no, 89 be... it was a clown okay 90 it was a ninja turtle yeah i was a clown probably about 91 92 i was 92 i was batman i had this like emmett kelly mask like this uh it was like a like a stocking mask Mm -hmm. but it was like a print of emmett kelly did you have an emmett kelly painting in your house because i think we did i think my grandmother had an emmett kelly painting (laughs) did i yeah there's one outside in the hallway oh yeah there is isn't there (laughs) yeah yeah, there's one right here in the hallway. And remember, me and my youngest son dressed as Emma Kelly a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. We were both Emma Kelly. But anyway, uh, so so this one year, like I'm guessing it's 90. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with 90. Uh my dad had a grocery store. It was called JTR's Groceries. And this kid, uh, Mikey Gimville, that I went to school with, he went with me and we went to my dad's store. Now, my dad's uh one of my dad's employees, this guy Bobby was working there and my dad goes let's go fuck with bobby and i'm like okay because my dad liked to fuck with everybody mm-hmm. my dad loved to prank people he's a huge prankster um and uh he goes all right he's like he won't know it's you just like go in with the mask grab like a bag of chips or something put it on the counter when he goes to ring you up grab it and run out and i'm like okay and he told Mikey to do it too. He's like, just grab it and like run out. And so I'm like, all right. So we go up and we we do put it on the counter. And uh, he goes to ring us up. We grab it. We run out. And he 
starts chasing us. He's like, you little motherfucker. Right. <laughs> he's, he's screaming. And he gets out and he sees my dad and my dad's standing there fucking dying laughing. And he's like, fuck you. You're a fucking asshole. You know, like mm-hmm. all, all this shit. Um, but there's like little things like that just will never, never leave my memory, you know, because it's just it's fun for kids, you know, just like doing goofy shit like that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, But uh, with with like just, you know, like I said, the, with the Halloween thing and the bobbing for apples, like things like that s- stick with me. But I don't know why there was. Wayne Avenue, the street that we lived on in Collingdale. So I grew up in Philly, uh, moved to Collingdale in 1994. That's where I meet you. And my mom and dad went, they would, they would try to go all out for like Halloween. Uh, their front yard, they would have like this casket thing. No, it was, uh, it was like a cardboard casket, Mm -hmm. but they would have that. They would have like a fog machine. They would have a speaker out there playing creepy music like light, you know, lights inside, whether it was like a red light or whatever. Um, And then my dad would dress in this costume and he would sit still. And so like a kid would come up and it would like, they would look and he'd be real apprehensive. Like, should I go past this thing? You know? Right. Uh, And they would go up and they would like knock and I would give the candy out. And then they would go, you know, they would, they would walk by the chair with the fucking person sitting there. But they, they were like, is this real? Is that like a dummy? Like, what is that? Right. And my dad would just sit still. Another kid would come up, you know, and then whatever. And then like the third one would come up and my dad would ah, fucking jump, right. yeah. jump out at them. And it, he would do it. Like, he wouldn't do it with every kid. Yeah, because yeah, he could see it coming at that point. Right. And uh, yeah, fucking. And then you would like people would scream, you know, like these kids would be screaming like, ah. Because he would do it, like, also when there was, like, a big group of kids. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just, like, one or two. But the thing with Wayne Avenue was there was, like, a constant flow of kids. Yeah, they were... Up and down the street. Yeah, and then, like, kids from other streets nearby would be on there. But just the kids on that street alone, there were, like, probably, like, 200. (laughs) Uh, Well, my mom counted the one time. uh, There were over 60 kids that lived on the street. Okay, so yeah, maybe a little, yeah, a lot less. Then. But 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 there was obviously over two hundred. Yeah, by the time everybody from the other streets came by, and because yeah. it was a heavily residential area. Yeah, but I mean, at one time, I, look, dude, there could have been over a hundred kids mm-hmm. living on. Excuse me again, I'm, I'm very stuffy. I'm probably going to blow my nose here in a minute. Uh but but at one time she counted there was like there were over sixty kids at, at, at the at the one time you know living there. Um, but yeah, man, there was, it was always fun stuff like that. Like, I remember the one year, uh, God, I had to be about 14 or 15 and, uh, I painted my face like the crow. So it was after the crow came out and I don't even think sting was doing it yet. So I would have put it between like 92 and 97 at some point. So I think the crow came out in 92. Did it really? Somewhere 92 or 93. Yeah. So. I remember painting it like the crow and uh, I had this purple hoodie for some reason. And I remember like going and look, I was looking for this kid that I was friends with who lived right. uh, He lived right on McDade Boulevard across the street from the Wawa. And you know the place. Well, if, if, if you're ever in Collingdale, there's only one Wawa now. And uh, actually, it's not there because they moved the wall. Yeah. The wall is now where the old uh, uh, funeral, home, funeral was, home was. That's creepy as shit. Um, but anyway, so I, I go to knock for this kid and he's not there, but his dad invites me in and fucking talks my ear off for like three hours. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to leave and he just wouldn't stop talking to me. Right. And talk. And that's really fucking weird. That is, yeah. And my mom was like freaking out because she didn't know where the hell I was. And, you know, and I had to tell her like, mom, I, I this is on Halloween. Like, they, yeah, this yeah, is Halloween. Geez. And I was like, mom, I'm sorry that like he wouldn't stop talking to me. Like I was trying to go. Right. Like today I'd be like, sorry, dude, I got to go. Mm-hmm. And I would fucking leave. But like literally, dude, it was like three fucking hours. Mm-hmm. He just wouldn't leave me like or wouldn't let me go. He just kept talking and talking and talking. And it's different when you know that like somebody or whatever. Right. 
but I didn't know this guy. And finally I fucking like, I, I, I was getting nervous at like, like, is he going to do something to me? Cause like, why am I here so long? Right. You know, he was nice, but it, anyway, but, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fond memories uh, of, uh, as a kid, you know, um, any, any other stories or no, I know. I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, let's do an early commercial. We'll jump to commercial. We don't even need to do a commercial. Really? Do we really we play a murder? My do commercial. I mean, we could let people know our show. Okay. Well, here's a murder. My do commercial. Actually, what we'll do instead of a taped commercial, live read time. Uh, I'll do a live read for the other show I'm on that's not part of the Project Humanoid umbrella. That would be Tornado Tag Podcast. You can find it every Thursday night, 9 p- 7 p.m. 9 p.m. is the old time. Thursday night at 7 p.m. on IWEPnetwork.com. You can also look up Tornado Tag Podcast on social media. After this episode, this episode is going up on Halloween, so our next episode is a pretty big one. We'll be talking to wrestling interviewer, general interviewer, and other things, media personality, I guess you could say, Chris Van Vliet. So coming up on that show, we will be talking to Chris Van Vliet this Thursday, which I want to say is November 4th or 5th? I think it's the 4th. And uh, so yeah, we'll be talking to Chris Van Vliet. Nice guy. I've met him before. Twice. Sounds like a name dropper. I am a name dropper. I just dropped his name very, very Yeah, I know Chris frequently. Van Vliet. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Chris Van Vliet follows my cousin's husband. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter. Uh my my cousin and her husband are one of those like Comic Con people. Okay, yeah. Like they go to a lot of those things. Yeah. So they've like they've met the Bella Twins a billion times to right. to the point to where the Bella Twins like recognize them oh, that's cool yeah and it's literally my cousin like well, blood well the second time that i met chris van vliet he did not recognize me really yeah. <laughs> did he do like oh nice to meet you at that I, point, I, I don't even think he did that i would go chris you fucking met me before god damn it chris remember me fucking, acknowledge me chris fucking chris van vliet fucking chris i would say that i go chris you met me before fucking chris van vliet can't uh, do anything with him yeah go back to canada yeah. Fucking you illegal. So is it time to to give the wheel a little spin here? It's time to give the wheel a little spin. So what we're gonna do, we don't know what we're talking about just yet. Do, we're gonna Do we wanna give it what we have on the let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah, run little, down the options here. here. Here are the options. So we have one hour time limit, strictly enforced. So what happens is is that we spin a wheel, if it lands on this, that means the show ends abruptly at an hour. Now, if we spin it after we've gone an hour, I guess that just means the show ends immediately. Okay, there yeah. you go. There you go. Because that last spin is going to be after the show has already been going on for an hour. Right. Um. So if it lands on that, it just... If the show ends weirdly, like, why did it end like that? You'll know why. Uh, the next is WWE only. So it's just WWE talk. That's mm-hmm. what we'll talk about. For the show, for the rest of the time. Yep. Uh, the next option is AEW only. Then we have WCW only, ECW only, Indies only. Uh, we have women's wrestling. Uh, so we'll talk about women's wrestling. Uh, we have tag team match player. We'll be talking about tag teams. There you go. Uh and then we have one-on-one with The Undertaker. Where we'll talk about The Undertaker. Right. For 20 minutes. And here's where it gets a little fun. Okay. We have one called Vince Speak. Damn, pal. And that's exactly what it is. We don't have to do a Vince impersonation. No, no. But it's... it's how- if you've heard WWE commentary, you'll be, say- you'll be hearing a lot of medical facility... You'll be hearing a lot of that. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna be honest. This is the one where I'm, I'm gonna struggle with the most. So yeah. I'll. Fl- this is great. If you want me to be quiet, just <laughs> just ask me to talk like Vince. Uh, then there's talk like Hogan. You know what that means, dude. Let me tell you something, brother. It's a lot of brothers and dudes and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It's basically doing Philly a Philly accent. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, I- that's not also on the board. <laughs> Um, and then we have Philly talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
It's actually not next. I had it down the line, but since you said that, <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Right. Uh, Philly talk. This is where we spin it. We are now doing a Philly accent for the rest. So either the Hogan one or that one, it's, it's the same shit. Uh, Hulk Hogan's not from Philly, but he's from Florida. I think he's from an area of Florida. Like that Tampa Clearwater. He's from Clearwater, where there's a lot of Philly yeah. influence. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of Philly people live around like Clearwater, Fort. Well, Fort Lauderdale is a different area, but uh, then we have Cornette nicknames. Goddamn, this is where we have to give everybody a, a ridiculous nickname, like Jim Cornette gives them. So, for example, when he talks about um. Uh, Orange Cassidy, he calls him Pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he talks about Kenny Omega, he calls him Harpo Marx or Olivier. Olivier. Yeah. Um, just shit like that. So we have to come. Up, we have to come up with ridiculous nicknames for people that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be fun. Um, another option here is two Spinneroonies. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to. When we hit that, when we spit, we get to choose two results, two results yeah. instead of one. So does that mean we spin again? Yeah, you'll do two spins. after. But that. I think that it, I think that if we hit land on two spin of ruins, it doesn't count. It doesn't stack. Right. We can't we can't. Yeah, we can't stack the two. Yeah. So it's just that 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 one. The two spin of ruins is a one spin of ruins. Right. Uh, then the next option here is test. <laughs> All right. Were you just testing out this wheel? And I was just... testing out the wheel and I wrote test. And then you said the breakdown of the fourth wall here. Cause I know what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, you're, you're pretending. I was trying to set you up Yeah. Oh, okay. for a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. what was the joke? Oh, just, just the, the topic would be test for, we have to talk about test for 20 minutes. That's the joke. That's, yeah. The joke is there's two guys who would have to talk about test. I wrote test. Literally, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I wrote test on the thing. And then you're like, we should just talk about test for 20 minutes. Uh, and then we have wrestling movies. Oh, OK. I like that one. Uh, the next one is old timers. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is no WWE. Yeah. So just we can talk about anything but WWE at that point. Right. So. So with that, without any further ado. Let's give the wheel a spin. All right. Oh, we have to, we have to flip a coin okay. or rock paper scissors. Here, for I this. have a coin. You have a coin. Yeah. All right. You flip. Or the is coin. rock paper scissors more fun? Do you think? Let's do rock paper scissors. All right. I'm gonna tell you right away. I'm throwing. How scissors. about this? How about this? Uh huh. Flip a coin to see whether we're gonna flip a coin or play rock. Paper, no, we're scissors. doing rock paper scissors because I'm telling. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I am going to throw scissors. So just throw a rock and you get you get to spin the wheel. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, shoot. I win. I know. Scissors cut paper. Okay. You said you were doing it. All right. Let me see the wheel. All right. So where's this? Why did you let me win? Because I. You want me to spin the wheel? I want to see if you were really going to throw scissors. Okay. Uh, so how do I spin the wheel? Oh, it's you just hit the button that says spin. Yeah. I can do that. It's not that hard. The now, wheel. Now, it, now you press it in the middle. Oh. It's not doing anything. Um. Maybe we should let use quick deactivation mode as enabled. What? Here, let me say. This is you're, you're breaking. This, this wheel is too hard for me. You're, you're breaking wheels. Oh, just hit reset. Oh. And then what? All right. So hit hit the. Oh, I hit the button that says spin now. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now there's a button that says spin. I can do that. Yeah. The wheel is spinning. It has landed on. Oh, we sh- we we were supposed to record that part. Too bad. <laughs> Has it stopped? One hour time limit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so we are now, we're going by the actual recording of this. Uh, we are going, th- we are at 33 minutes, 42 seconds. This show will end in approximately 26 minutes. So we'll spin the wheel again with about maybe... Actually, we'll spin the wheel again now to see what we're talking about. Oh, oh, oh! So it it, it doesn't start from now. I thought no. It, oh no! It's, it's a one hour time limit. That's what I was like. Why did you want to do the? Okay, we well, yeah. have. All right. Yeah. So one hour time limit. Spin the wheel again to see what we're talking about for the next. We'll break these down in the fifteen minute segments. Right now. now. Right now. Spin the wheel. All right. Oh boy. So for the next whatever, until about forty five minutes left. So for about ten minutes, we're gonna be talking something. <laughs> 
What is it? Vince speak. Well, goddamn, pal. Here oh, we go. Shit. This right. has been a very interesting auditory listening no, experience to the internet. I don't want to do this. Has, well, you should have gimmicked the wheel. I should have. You should have gimmicked the wheel, pal. Because oh. you're stuck with this. Um, <laughs> Don't cough near me. Sick. What's sick? <laughs> me. Right yeah. now. No, no, you can't be sick. Uh, yeah, because it's it's a form of weakness. I know yes, that from, I... from Stephanie, my favorite daughter. <laughs> His I... only daughter. <laughs> oh. That is my only my favorite, female spawn. My favorite child. Yes. His favorite yes, child. That is true. That yeah. that is true, yes. You are correct. Oh. So lot so yeah. And, and the origin. The origin of this is I always get angry. When I hear WWE's commentary because of certain things they say or certain things they do not say. Okay. And like the, the, the one I always key on is medical facility. Right. You'll always hear people, pe- pronouns pal, you'll always hear Michael Cole or Corey Graves or whomever might be talking about somebody being injured and being taken out in an ambulance they're always being sent to a medical facility yeah hospital call it a hospital well that's a that's like that for whatever reason that jargon is uh i i know a girl who works for uh this company i'm 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 blanking out now on what the company is. She is employed by. I'm sorry, she's employed by. Yes. <laughs> a what? Uh, a what kind? Of, what kind of facility? Does I, she? Does she work in? I the, don't remember what it is. That's that's what. I, is it, it an office facility? Is no, it she a, works from home, but it's. She works in a domestic facility. She works in a domestic facility. Okay, that's what it is. You're gonna have to tell me. Yeah. What to oh say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm you'll fine to, with that. You'll have to dictate. But anyway, she. I'm gave, gonna scream in your headset, pal. She gave me this list of things that they, it was like through an email that things that they have to refer to things as. Yes. And I was like, wow, this is so WWE. Mm-hmm. It, it's corporate speak. It, right. A lot of places have that. A lot of places. It's like when certain places would call their, their employees a cast member. Right. Like I think. Like Disney. Disney does that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you're an employee. You know what you are. Unless you work for WWE, then you're an independent contractor. Yeah. Well, we don't say that. Well, I just did. Pal. No, you, you, we don't. We don't get to say things because th- there's a there's a list of things you don't say mm-hmm. either. You can't like you can't say belt. You have yeah. to say title or championship. Championship, not yeah. title. You don't even say title anymore. because it's always a championship opportunity, never a title shot. Right. You can't say the backstage area, apparently. I forget what what you have to. Yeah, refer there's to. so many of them. Just it's so weird. We should just like I I didn't want to do this whole Vince thing because honestly I thought that if it was like we call miners gloved ourselves, we, we had a bit we picked the bad gimmick because we didn't gimmick the wheel. We should have gimmicked the wheel. Uh oh my god! I'm 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 hearing in my headset that uh that we're getting <laughs> we're desperately out of time. We're we're getting sued for using this, so we need to. <laughs> spin the wheel again and do something else instead we should have really gimmicked this goddamn wheel <laughs> so so yeah it's something and, it, it, and we were watching raw last night and then it infuriated me on raw like they would always say like if somebody had a chair and they they just did that thing where they take the point of the, the top of the chair and just jam it into somebody's ribs just say they would have done that to finn balor you're right all right they would have, they would say a steel chair driven into the ribs of Finn Balor. Right. Instead of Finn Balor's ribs. Yeah, they they kept saying uh in the eyes of whoever and mm-hmm. then you were like just say so and so's eyes. Right. But it <laughs> does make it sound a little bit more I don't know if it's poetic or what whatever it is. Yeah. It, it makes it sound a little bit more important when they say yep. like in the eyes of Brian not like right. we also Brian's have to eyes. We also have to give ourselves during this segment. So we'll, we'll cut it off at 45 microphone. minutes. That way we can do another thing for the last 15 minutes here since we're cutting off Uh-oh. very firmly to now. We'll spin the wheel again in about five minutes here. Goddamn, pal, stop eating on the microphone. I'm just going to hit mute. <laughs> <laughs> 
on the headset and ignore you like uh who the hell did that CM was punk. CM punk <laughs> you're gonna get fired he's like i don't care like he didn't give a fuck you know, he, no he's like vince is gonna yell at you that's what they said it was like he's like vince is gonna yell at you he's and like, he was like you, you never thought of doing this before yeah <laughs> vince will yell at you he's like so like, <laughs> is he gonna do yell at me Ooh. <laughs> i think cm punk was the only one to treat that fucking place like like the joke that it is yeah like who the fuck are you like Oh, like you're get the fuck out of here. You're, what are you going to do? So now I forgot what I was going to say. Mm. What were we talking about? I don't know. My, my brain went, went haywire. My brain went haywire as soon as it landed on Vince speech. <laughs> oh, so basically, I know one thing I was thinking was that it was a joke we did on Murder My Dude where oh. it was something about a wooded area. I'm like, that's or, right. Or as you would say, the woods, the woods, the woods. Yeah. The wooded area is the woods. You'll see, yeah, you'll see that a lot in news. Yeah, it's a lot of corporate. It's a lot of Carlin me- used to media. Carlin George Carlin used to do this a lot in his act. He would talk about how you just you you strip the meaning of things, like how it went from shell shock to battle fatigue to uh, PTSD, post traumatic stress well, disorder. That that's like that's like uh, medical terms, like like with words like retarded. And stuff like that. It's like that was accepted, and then it became like a thing where we don't use that anymore. Yeah, language evolved. Yeah, and I remember I was on stereo, which is uh, uh, uh I believe it was stereo. It was one of those voice chat, apps, chat yeah. th- you know, chat room type deals. And uh, this kid, I I don't not kid. It was a guy probably my age. Uh, but anyway, I went in there. It was a nice dude. And I went in and somebody was, somebody goes, oh, that's retarded. And he, an individual says an individual, an individual, uh, emotive superstar, a superstar, a superstar. <laughs> the superstar said in the stereo universe, uh, a superstar, no, a, a, a member of the, a member of the universe, of the, s- of the stereo, stereo universe. universe. Yeah. Uh, said, uh, this is retarded. And he, he flipped out. He was like, you know, you don't say that I work with. And, and it's like, I get it when it's something close to you, but you know, and that's why I'm okay with it because you never know if somebody has a, a family member and they're sensitive about that. It's, I think it's always, it doesn't hurt to be courteous. Um, it doesn't hurt to be courteous, but at the same time you do, like, I don't want to debate you know, right now over, uh, things, but it would be a verbal it, debate because it's, uh, it's like, it's like the, it's, it's like the, it's the Dave Chappelle thing. It's, should we not say things because it hurts other people's feelings? Like then don't listen or just understand that it's, it, people are going to say things like, why shouldn't they say it? Because you don't like it. So <laughs> like my uncle died of AIDS. Does that mean people should have made AIDS jokes? Now, we didn't like AIDS jokes because they were hacky. They got run into the ground, yeah. Like, when, when you say AIDS as the punchline, literally the word. When a member of the comedy universe says AIDS as the punchline. Right. Uh, or or a superstar. Yeah. When a superstar. Which a is comedic comedi- superstar. Yeah, comedic yeah. superstar uh, says it. Do we have to give them names like an animal name? Yeah, we. Like, that's what I was gonna say. We need to. We need to give ourselves animal nicknames for this segment. Right. I'm gonna be the Pelican BP Burke. You're the Pelican. The I think you were the owl. I gave you the owl. Oh yeah, I, I'm already the owl. You can be the Pelican. I'll be the Pelican. Will. Jackson Wells. Jackson the Pelican Wells. Right. The the uh, the Pelican. The pugnacious I'm the, Pelican. I'm the Pelican Wellican. No, I like the pugnacious Pelican. Jackson Wells. Oh yeah, he likes alliteration, right? Yeah. Okay. The bug Nate. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I puke. I regurgitate. He's gotta he's gotta puke. Yeah. He's gotta puke. I can't make myself puke too. Please don't. I can. You wanna watch? Do you want me to give you a running power bomb? I would like to see you lift me. Well <laughs> I can't, that's gonna make the uh the result we're looking for a lot easier. Mm. Um well, it's been over five minutes, you know. Are you paying attention? Uh, yeah, when when our timer here is at forty five minutes, it's gonna be about a minute from now. Okay. I'm I am I am monitoring the Are you literally the monitoring count. the time? I am. Oh, okay. We are currently at forty four minutes and about fifteen seconds. So we have about fifteen minutes left in this show and then we are done. So actually yeah, get out the wheel. I have it. Uh it's my turn to spin. It's your turn to spin. And we will see what we will do for the final 
15 minutes of the one hour strictly enforced cheesesteak suplex. That's this show. Here we go. It's spinning. It's spinning. And it is going to land on. And, and, and it'll tell us. It'll it'll when it's the final. Uh oh. What is it? Well, this show has been a clusterfuck, hasn't it? What is it landed on? It's landed on test. We're going to be talking about test for fifty. Why? Why? This is you've learned an important lesson. Always gimmick your Always wheels. Always gimmick your wheel. Always. They don't make it a shoot spin the wheel. No, I'm going to I'm going to spin it two more times just to see what it could have been. Yeah, this is this is what would have happened if it was a good show. Yeah, it, this is like the ending of Clue. <laughs> Here's what could have happened. Here's what could have happened. If and this then, show and then, didn't go to hell. Right. Um, well, it couldn't have. It would have been no WWE. Okay. And. <laughs> oh, boy. We're not even talking about Test at this point. Oh, no. We're going to be talking about Test for a little bit here. Uh, and it would have been my favorite philly talk oh well we were too talk, bad talking with the philly accent so for, we're gonna be talking about te- you can talk in a philly accent no if you it's want. fine it's it does it's not the same it's, it's not the same not it, the it's same. it's just no it's not it's like it, it's it would be forced it'd be fake it would be phony it would be outlaw mud show god damn phony bullshit you know so test, test. Uh, andrew martin andrew martin i actually like test i was a test uh not a not like a big test mark mm-hmm. but i i thought that he I thought that he had charisma. I thought he had something about him. I he definitely he could, had size. I, he, he, I thought he could work. He had a way with the ladies. Yeah. Um, he dated, uh, fam- very famously dated Stacey Keebler. He, he had. And a, he very famously dated Kelly Kelly. I thought he had a good look. I thought Tess had fucking. I thought there's a lot of shit. He just has demons. Yeah. Um, and Buck teeth. And, and he got, he got his knees cut off out from under him when he had that big angle. Because if you don't remember Test, if you're a newer fan or you just weren't watching at that time, Test. I actually saw Test wrestle before he was Test. Uh, he was Andrew Martin, and he wore the pink... Punisher, right? No, that was in TNA. He was in TNA for, like, one shot. Oh, okay. Uh, he was just Andrew Martin. He wore, like, short pink tights, and it was in a dark match before a Sunday Night Heat taping, and you would go to this... It was just Sunday Night Heat. That was all he did in, like, a few dark matches. And the big draw that packed the house, you went there, and they gave you a form, and you could mail in to get tickets for WrestleMania 15. And Andrew Martin wrestled as Andrew Martin in a dark match, and then he showed up as Test on Raw a few weeks later. He started as uh, as Motley Crue's bodyguard, and then he wound up joining the Million Dollar Corporation as their bodyguard. But then the big thing early was they did this thing where he turned babyface. He was with this, this team called the Union that was going against the corporation, and he took a liking to Stephanie McMahon, and he wanted to date Stephanie McMahon. And then Shane was you the- know a lot about Test. I, I remember that this was this is this is memorable stuff. I remember test. Yeah, I don't remember all this. You don't remember this? I mean, it, it, it's coming back. Like, like now that you said the Motley Crue thing, I'm yeah. like, oh. Uh, it also reminded me of Motley Crue's. Uh, you got me mad, mad now. now. So, so yep. One one good thing about this is you're going to get a, a Gary Michael Capetta impersonation Fuck here yeah. over a, a few times because we got to give any any good ring announcer has to give time cues when the time limit's coming to an end. So Test was a baby face, and he was trying to date Stephanie McMahon. They went on a few dates and everything, because the union did something. He's like, you could have what they, got, they were like, you could have whatever you want. He's like, I'd like a date with Stephanie, and so they hit it off. And Shane McMahon didn't want them doing anything, and so they had a lover or leave her match <laughs> at SummerSlam. It was Shane McMahon against Test, and if Shane McMahon beat Test, uh, he had to stop. Got the lover. Oh. No, no, he had to stop dating Stephanie because Shane was the overprotective older brother. But if Test beat Shane, and he did, then Shane had then to Shane butt had out. A, had a had to, had to let, let them be. Oh. And so Test wins, and then Shane and or Test and Test and Stephanie, not Shane and Stephanie. That'd be weird. Test and Stephanie were going to get married, uh, but they did a thing where like Triple H. Well, we- te- Shane and Stephanie would have been if if they spun our wheel. Yeah, because <laughs> this cursed wheel that yeah. we have. So. The, what it all wound up being, if you remember, is that Triple H basically, and maybe the thing was she was in on it because she turned heel, but the way they presented it is Triple H drugged Stephanie and took her to that drive through wedding chapel in Vegas right, and right. impersonated her and pretended that that they, that they that, that's how they got married. 
And then he told Vince McMahon, it's not a question of if, but how many times we consummated the marriage. So he's basically saying, I date raped Stephanie McMahon. Right, yeah. Yeah, wasn't the attitude error was crazy? Yeah, didn't he date? Didn't he fucking? Didn't he fuck a corpse too? Didn't somebody, uh, no, he he always said that Kane did, and they, he acted like he was fucking a mannequin. Oh, that was a very weird. They, it, it they was gave a very birth weird to time. a hand. Yeah, they, they, it was very very strange. And te- hang on one second. Fifty minutes have elapsed. Ten minutes remain. Fifty minutes have elapsed. Ten minutes remain. Thank you, Gary Michael Capetta. You're welcome. No, you're not supposed to say you're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Marcus Alexander Bag. There you go. It's your favorite. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was kind of like where Test had his biggest run. I I felt that that was a little weak, though. You could have given more. Marcus Alexander Bagwell. All right, better. There was a, uh, there was, I know this, this isn't what we landed on, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. That was a cornet nickname. He would always call Capetta while he was commentating the world, uh, Jim Ross knew it too, the world's most dangerous announcer. That's funny. <laughs> he didn't seem very dangerous to me. And so, so with Test, yeah, that was like his big promise. You would think like, especially because Triple H went up with the title. Okay, he could make Test his baby face. He's angry that he lost his girl and his girl like turned heel and but they never really did that and not that long after that test turns heel and he he kind of languished around the mid card for a little bit they had that team remember tna yeah test and albert Albert. he before that i think it was before that he was part of the the wcw team in the invasion or maybe it was after no it was tna test and albert was that when no, it was before TNA, so that would have been like 2000. That was when Trish Stratus first came in because okay. she was her manager. Okay. And then I think after that, after that, that didn't last too, too, too long. They also did a thing where, where he, um, he teamed with Booker T, and I think they were called TNT. Okay. During wow. the invasion, because he turned heel and he joined the, the the alliance, the WCW ECW side. Right. Because they did a thing where there was an immunity battle royal. Because the Survivor Series in 2001 is where the invasion angle ended. Yeah. So it was basically a thing with 20 guys and whoever got eliminated. Now, even now by the way, are we done spinning the wheel? Yeah, yeah. That, oh, the wheel is done now. Okay. Yeah, the wheel is done. Well, in about eight minutes, we're done. Right. It just cuts off. So Yeah, so you're just going to hear us and then you're not going to hear us in about eight, seven minutes and 15, 45 seconds here. Right, yeah. So... We'll, we'll, we'll do some more time cues. And we'll, we'll do our final time cue at one minute remaining. <laughs> Even though usually when they, the ring announcer does it, they'll count down from 10. But we're not going to do that. It's fine. It just it cuts off when it cuts off. <laughs> it's like the Sopranos. I ordered some for the table. But they did the immunity battle royal with Test. Right. And so he was, he was immune from being fired for a year. So even though Team WWF won, Test couldn't be fired for a year. And I think they might have done a gimmick where they fired him a year later, even though they didn't really get fired. Do you remember he was in ECW? Um, I mean, that sounds familiar. When they brought back ECW, this is toward the end of his run. When they brought back ECW in 2006, it was, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah, he, he was part of it. Paul Heyman apparently was a big fan of Test. He thought Test had something. I me too <laughs> you didn't you didn't like i thought it was i thought it was decent like i didn't i, I never thought like oh Tess could be my world champion someday yeah Tess could definitely be a world champion yeah that's that's somebody i would have definitely pushed as a world champion i thought he had a lot of charisma i thought he could work i thought he could because he 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 just had i thought he had a presence i thought he was charismatic i don't know if i said that already um it, with all that why wouldn't he be your world champion why wouldn't you push that guy i mean they push fucking blandy orton yeah, I think I think Orton is a, a, a step better in the Raymond test. Mm, yeah, but Randy Orton's also like not considered a big guy. Like yeah. Test is like six 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 seven. Randy Orton's about six four. I know it's only a few inches shorter, but but Test is considered a big guy, mm-hmm. and Test can move for a fucking big guy. Right. He shouldn't have to wrestle like Randy Orton. Randy Orton needs to. Randy Orton's flirting with big guy he's he's you know what i mean like he's he's whatever he's he's short tall it's like the tall version of skinny fat he's short tall 
And they both did the same move, I think. They did that over that spinning the overdrive, like, right? Yeah, the, it's like you're going to do an inverted DDT, but like spinning around in like a stunner. Didn't uh, uh, Cody do that? Crossroads. Yeah, it's the crossroads. The crossroads. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Cody still does it. Yeah, and and I think Test did it first, didn't he? Or did Randy do it first? I think Test might have done it first. Yeah, I, I think um, other people may have done it like. Sure, but Japan. I've never seen. But I've never seen. I'm talking about in WWE. Like, here's what I forgot. Fucking, at one point when they were. And when they were together, Stacy Keebler became Tess's image consultant. They were dating in real life. Okay. And she was like, well, Hulk Hogan has the Hulkamaniacs. The Rock has the people. Kane, they always call Kane's fans Canaanites. Canaanites, yeah. Uh, Tess's fans were the testicles. Right. 55 minutes have passed. Five minutes remain. Five minutes remain. All right. Thank you, Gary Michael Capetta. Um, You're welcome. Oh, he doesn't have to answer me. Oh. Uh can Gary Michael Capetta talk I, I, about I Tess? Just, I, there, there were a couple people that I would be fucking high on. Test was one of them. Um, I didn't like him when he had like the long pants and shit. I uh, like, if I have to, if I have to design his thing, he's wearing, uh, trunks and I, I would push that through to the fucking moon. I put him in, I would, you know, he would be wrestling John Cena. He'd be wrestling mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar, uh, taker, like, this guy would he he would definitely be be a world champion for me. Um, oh, I didn't know this. He was he was released before the ECW thing. He was released in two thousand four, November first, two thousand four, along with A Train and Billy Gunn. Oh wow! And then they brought him back for ECW, and then unfortunately, of course, he did pass in two thousand nine of a uh, oxycodone overdose. Yeah. Uh, another guy that died in a similar fashion, I believe. Um, uh, I was he was a hoss. Uh, what was his name? Tre the, the dude, the team of Trevor Murdoch. Oh, Lance Cade. Lance Cade. Garrison Cade sometimes. Yeah, that dude. He's another one that I would have pushed uh, that I thought could fucking work. And he was a big dude because I like those big guys. I think it's a belie believability thing for me. I, I don't right. think it's a I think that like when I think of wrestlers, I don't think of big, sweaty, oily men. That's not what I think of. I think of like guys that are believable, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's six feet and over like. A guy that's six two, I think, is going to be, uh, or six three, is going to fare better against a guy that's six eight than a guy that that you know that's five eight. If you're six eight and you're fighting somebody that's five eight, you're probably going to win every fucking time. Probably, you know. Yeah, you have a very good chance. If you're Braun Strowman, and I'm not, but if but if you are, mm -hmm. and you're fighting, uh, what's his name, uh, 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 uh Mayweather. Yes. I understand if you're on your knees, Mayweather could rock you. We saw when he, how he hit uh, Big Show. Yeah, when Big Show was letting him hit him. Yeah. Right. If it was a real fight, Braun Strowman doesn't even know how to fucking, he doesn't need need to know how to fight. He could just pick him up and throw him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not science to know that like. Well, it is. It's actually physics. Well, I mean, it's, no, that is, yeah. That, right. Momentum, velocity, it's all science. It's very Technically, much Technically, it is science. It's very scientific. Okay, it is science. Science says, hey, this dude's way fucking bigger, stronger. Um, I don't know about faster, but he can just throw you. He can yeah. throw you like a fucking Nerf football. And back to test. Sadly, Andrew Test Martin did die yeah, uh, you, you, four days before his 34th birthday. Really? Yeah, he was 33. Wow. Yeah, very young. I was... What year? 2000? 2009. I was... 29 i didn't realize i, I, I did not i didn't realize he was uh that young yeah because he was around for so long but he started like i think when he first came out as test he was i guess in his early like mid-20s holy shit so it would have been like 1999 so he would have been yeah it was 10 years earlier he would have been like 23 yeah wow yeah sad story i don't i don't i don't think i look don't up, think I was look just... him up man if you've never heard of test for whatever reason uh, if you're a new fan, you're listening, um, and just go to YouTube and check him out. I I thought Test was or Andrew Martin Test. Yeah, he he was Andrew Martin and TNA for a short stint. The punish, yeah, a very short stint. Like I think, like maybe a match, if that. He did some like European tours when he got fired the first time, and then before he came back to ECW. Uh, what was he getting fired for? Was it drug offenses? Uh, well, he was out hurt, and I think they just thought like, yeah, we we've gotten what we can out of Test. Yeah. I, they never, I don't think they saw him as valuable as certainly you did. Oh, uh, I definitely saw him as valuable. 
but yeah, Heyman saw something in him. So when they were relaunching ECW in 2006, they brought him back as part of that. But then Heyman lost control on that very early and test was gone shortly thereafter. I, I think that's a great thing to have, like a great conversation. Like who can we do things with that people like don't typically like, you know, like if we were book- like, I like fantasy booking. Mm-hmm. I-, I love fantasy booking. Um, I, I would be down to, to do some kind of fantasy booking of any, any time you spin a wheel and you let us know the fucking time. And we fantasy book with that roster. Well, I know one guy that I would definitely, definitely make a gigantic, gigantic star right this second would absolutely be 